Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And welcome back to the Lisa Wexler Show. We've been reporting to you, thanks to the really wonderful reporting of our next guest, Heather uh, Borden-Hervé of Good Morning Wilton, that Wilton was in the throes of a very active budget season with, particularly, with particular interest in whether or not a specific authority was going to be allowed to, to spend money to turn some of Allen's Meadow, which you can see right off of Route 7, into a turf-covered, bubbled athletic field. And this divided the town. Uh, Heather uh, Borden-Hervé of Good Morning Wilton, welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show today. Hello. Good morning. Hi, Lisa. How are you? It's always good to be with you. It's great to be with you. So tell us a little bit about what was at stake. So Wilton, like many towns in Connecticut, has the form of a town meeting government, which means that the all of the electors in the town are the legislature, essentially. And this year, in addition to a budget that needed to get approved, the annual fiscal year budget, um, there was a referendum question on uh, a bonding question about whether or not the town wanted to bond $1.9 million to build a, install a artificial turf field in the middle of Allen's Meadow. Allen's Meadow is a large space partially owned by the state Department of Transportation and partially owned by the town. The town has leased that portion of the state-owned land, um, and there are six natural grass playing fields, soccer teams, you know, youth soccer teams play there, the lacrosse team from the high school, there's a baseball diamond there. So there's lots of things. And, you know, it's a, it's a large public space. You have a lot of people who will watch birds from there, who will just, you know, run around. There's a community gardens that's located there. But it's the one place in town that the town had identified, the town officials had identified as a possible place that could fit an artificial turf field. The town has two artificial turf fields currently. And there was a need that had been expressed by a lot of people in town, a lot of the youth athletic organizations, 
the um, you know adult athletic teams and, and things like that. There's been a need expressed for additional turf fields. Turf fields. There are certain people that like to play on turf because um, you know they don't get closed down because they're too muddy or too wet. You know, turf fields. The artificial turf fields drain off. Um, with a bubble, it you can play all year round. A lot of the people involved in youth sports have said that it's really hard to schedule time on the turf field. And so, you know, quite often you have teams of middle school kids practicing at 9 o'clock at night because of the schedule time to get all the teams to be able to practice on the various teams on the various fields around town. And when it rains, they can't play or practice. For the last two weeks, there's been a lot of rain, so some of the youth lacrosse teams couldn't practice the last two weeks where they have to travel far distances to go to an indoor field. There's a field up in, Tan- in Danbury. There's another facility in uh, Stamford at Chelsea Piers. So you have people who have expressed a need and a desire to have additional turf fields. A lot of people also feel like that is something that will attract new residents who feel that amenities like that are necessary in a town where they want to move. And what was the argument against it, Heather? Well, the argument against it is uh, twofold, or, or actually much more complicated than that. First of all, you have an environmental argument about it. People feel that there are carcinogens um, and PFAS chemicals, which is something that you know is is relatively um, recently talked about quite a lot. Um, PFAS chemicals are called forever chemicals. There are PFAS chemicals in lots of different things. Um, but people feel that there is evidence that shows there's PFAS chemicals on artificial turf fields. Now, Wilton, in the last several years, has changed its two existing turf fields to something using coconut husk fill rather than the crumb rubber fill. Crumb rubber is you know, basically like tires that have been broken down to make the, the, the field um, softer and have less of an impact. In recent years, Wilton actually has been a leader in changing over to coconut husk, which is regarded as much safer and less of a contaminant. Um, and that's the fill that would have been used on this third field if it had been passed. Um, the town had engaged a testing lab to test whether there were detectable PFAS chemicals in the existing fields um, and in the water in the stream and the water course that um, that is you know very close to the the Allen's Meadow as well as the other artificial turf fields. In addition, the Norwalk uh, Watershed Authority um, they organized testing as well, and the two different tests came up somewhat different, somewhat similar. But basically what the town found is that the water tested directly, the, the water runoff that was tested directly from the two existing artificial turf fields had, to their measurement, non-detectable amounts of PFAS chemicals in it. So the town felt that the field, installing a new field, would be safe. There were people who disagreed. There was a, a, a well-organized movement um, on both sides of signs that appeared around town, of ads that were taken out in Good Morning Wilton, of a lot of mobilized efforts on both sides, one side saying that the turf was toxic, the other side saying that the turf would be safe. 
And that was and so the, what was the, the argument between. Okay. And well, yeah. So this is something that um, actually has precedence because, again, I told you the amenity question was very, very important in Wilton. Wilton is a town about schools, and there aren't the kind of amenities that other towns have. We don't have a beach. We don't have a major shopping district. We don't have things that draw people here. So a lot of people viewed this artificial turf as a potential amenity. And the vote was so close. It came down to 49 votes. Mm -hmm. And it was defeated. And it was defeated. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I um, yeah, I, I wasn't surprised that it was close. I thought it would be close. I had no idea mm-hmm. which way it would turn out. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's one of those things that, you know, people who watch these elections really had no, typically you kind of walk into an election, you kind of have a sense of where the town is headed. You have a mm-hmm. sense of whether or not a budget's going to pass. You have a sense of whether or not a referendum question is going to be successful. For instance, there was another referendum question on the ballot about purchasing a new fire truck. Overwhelmingly, the town supported that one. We needed a new fire truck. The town decided, well, let's let's bond it and let's pay for it. But this question, really, people had no idea which way it was going to go. You didn't know how, you know, the side um, that was advocating to get the new field, um, they mobilized a large group of parents. There's a you know a very strong network um, at work with um, all of the different youth organizations, youth sports organizations. Their email uh, efforts were were pretty strong. The, the text chains were pretty strong. There were efforts to get both you know both heads of household out. Make sure your spouse is voting. Two votes per household. There was actually sort of a, a a festival or, you know, a lot of activity set up on the field very close to the high school where the um, vote was taking place. And there were lots of activities for kids and a lot of people mobilizing so that the voters who would be in support of the field were right there in the location, right next to the poll. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, no, so listen, I, you know, effort. yeah, I mean, when I was on the Planning and Zoning Commission in Westport, you know, a while ago, um, mm-hmm. and also on Zoning Board of Appeals, it, you know, it was remarkable to me in the audience how well-organized teams can be. I mean, then they are teams, mm-hmm. so they can be very organized mm-hmm. when, they, whether when, when they want lights on the field or yeah. they want a different surface on the field. They can get very organized. And look, yeah. um, you know, people feel strongly about this. You know, I, I would say that I thought it was um, 
Well, let me put it this way. I, I, was, su- I was surprised that the town went for it to begin with, Heather, to tell you the truth. Anything called a meadow in this day and age, Allen's Meadow, really, seriously, um, when we have a state that's 650,000 acres short of its own goal for open space, and I know mm-hmm. this isn't state-owned, but still, and Wilton has some of the most remarkable, you talk about what it doesn't have, I'm going to tell you what it does have, because you know that my street mm-hmm. is in Wilton as well as Westport, mm-hmm. so I'm, mm-hmm. Wilton is where I go shopping, Wilton is where I, where we do all of our grocery shopping, Wilton is my town in a, lo- a large way. I belonged to the Wilton Y for many, many, many years. And my daughter was a lifeguard at the Wilton Y, and I feel very close to Wilton. And Wilton has some of the most beautiful open space and nature trails in, in all of Fairfield County. It just does. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so the people that move to Wilton, a lot of them are moving there because they treasure the natural landscape. And they want to leave it alone. Whoop. Yep. Wilton has a very long history of protecting open space. It's a yes. very important part of Wilton's yes. identity. Yes. Um, you know, especially in recent years, we have, um, you know, absolutely become a greener focused town. Mm-hmm. We have the Norwalk River Valley Trail that, right. um, that you know, the, the largest part of the initial eight miles of trail was built in Wilton. People right. use that. That is absolutely one of the biggest amenities about Wilton. And Shanks um, Island, know. which you're now spending a tremendous amount of time yep. and energy with ASML, helping that out to restore it and make it beautiful. So I, that's yep. why we I said are... I didn't know which way it was going to go, because I think as yep. much as you have an organized, young team focused effort on amenities, there are a lot of mm-hmm. people who live in Wilton who consider open space an amenity. Yeah. Well, there was a third factor as well, which is always that dollar sign money question. Mm, And this got a little interesting. There was a twist to this because let's go back to the budget decision now. So the budget season this year was uh, very contested and very fractious. um, The Board of Finance, which is our, our, our volunteer board of finance that oversees the financial direction of the town, has the right to, once the budgets from the school board and the board of selectmen for the town, once those budgets are proposed from those two boards, the board of finance basically gets to say, after they listen to opinions from the residents of the town, they get to say, well, we want to either let this budget go to the town voters or we think the budgets should be reduced. And what they did this year was the original school budget that had been proposed by the Board of Education came in at a 4.5% increase over last year. Oh, that's high. That's high. Yeah. Then the Board of Finance said, we think you need to cut it down $1.4 million. Okay. Down to a 2.89% increase, which is also still high. Yeah. But when you're looking at, um, you know, how over the last eight years – you know, I think there was something like a 1.2% average yearly increase. And there's lots of talk about how it compares to other towns in Fairfield County and what have you. Um, there were a lot of people that were very upset that the Board of Finance said you need to cut $1.4 million out of your budget, out of your proposed budget. So what happens is then you had a lot of people kind of conflating two things that weren't really equal but sounded equal. You have some people on the one side say, 
well, if you want to cut $1.4 million from the academic side of things, but you're willing to spend $1.9 million on the athletic side of things, that doesn't make sense to me. Now, bonding and budgets are not the same thing. It's not a $1 to $1 comparison. But in the minds of a lot of people, they kind of couldn't reconcile mm. why the town was why town officials were willing to consider $1.9 million bonded on a sports field when they weren't willing to keep that $1.4 million that the school officials said was necessary. For the, for the, yeah, I get it. Well, Correct. Heather, th- thank you very much for the reporting that you do all the time. I just thought this was a really interesting specific question, and I saw that 21% of the registered voters turned out, which is really heartening. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, a, it's an encouraging thing. It shows people are paying attention to what's happening in their town. I mean, it'd be nicer if it was one out of five, but even still, one out of five is good. And, mm-hmm. um, well, and I'll tell you, it was the highest it's been in 18 years. It's the so largest it turnout it's been in 18 years. I know people that showed up to vote because of the referendum on Allen's Meadow. Mm-hmm. They voted the rest, too, but that's why they showed up to vote. Yep. So thank you for your thank you for your publicizing of this important thing, because um, for so many people, when they get up in the morning, it's really what happens in their town. That's the most important news that they that really means something to them in their everyday life. And you do a great job. You do. Thank um, you very much. You're very kind. It's called Good Morning, Wilton. Whether you work mm-hmm. in Wilton, you pass through Wilton, you live in Wilton, you may want to be interested in what's happening in that town. Good morning, Wilton. Is um, they encourage you? I believe you. I believe Heather, you would agree with me. You encourage people to support the publication, and once or twice a year, you, you solicit donations. But generally speaking, it's free to get the information. It's supported by ads. And um, uh, yep, you know, to me, to me. News and media are a critical part of democracy, and I would never, ever paywall it or block news from any reader. I think everyone is entitled to know the news without paying a dime. And if people want to support that, I welcome that and appreciate it. Um, but, you know, to me, news is something that should be accessible to everybody. Heather Bordner-Vey, thank you so much for being on the Lisa Wexa Show today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. We're and thank be- you for the work you do, too. Oh, you're welcome. We'll be right back with Maya Zalovitz, who wrote a fascinating, compelling piece as a guest writer op-ed in the New York Times on addiction and solving the problem and thinking about the problem. 203-333-9422. It's the Lisa Wexler Show here on WICC. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 